All right, guys, I need to tell you about our sponsor for this week's episode of Conversations. It's Riverside. I've used Riverside since the company started. Riverside is an easy recording platform that you'd be able to send a link to your guests, maybe your co-hosts. It doesn't matter. You can send them the easy link. People can sit in on the audience. You'll be able to record up to 4K, which is super helpful. In 2024, we need to have the best recordings possible for our podcast listeners. And this is how you do it. Riverside makes short form clips called Magic Clips. It's incredible. You can do audience recordings, like I said. You can do broadcast recordings and stream on different platforms. Again, as transcriptions, you can edit right from their platform. I've used it for more than four years, and I believe it is your time. If you're looking to start a podcast, if you have a podcast, maybe you're sick of other different video recording platforms, I would truly recommend listening and participating in Riverside. They gave me a 15% off code for each one of you. So you can go to the link in the description and you will be able to get 15% off your subscription. So go right now, download Riverside and start your podcast, start your YouTube channel this year using River. Thank you so much. Well, hey guys, happy new year. Welcome to this first episode of 2024 Conversations. I'm super excited to jump into change. I think right when we jump into this new year, everybody says, right, new year, new me. I think that's great. I think we get a lot of negative perceptions on that. And today I just want to jump through really some things that I believe will help change your environment within your team. This episode is really towards the leader, which I believe you all are leaders, by the way. I think you all can lead, even if you're leading yourself, that means you're leading one person, which means you're a leader. So there's going to be seven things that I believe that if we can grab a hold of these things in 2024, this will be our best year yet with no matter what, no, even if you're leading a church, even if you're leading a team, maybe you're working at a specific restaurant and you're a manager, doesn't matter. I believe if we can get these seven things in order, we will truly dominate the year. I don't know about you, but I'm going into 2024 with expectation that this will be the best year yet. And for us to take responsibility of that, I believe is super important. And even that, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot, even the past couple of weeks is like, man, there's a difference between having responsibility and taking responsibility. Maybe you, you just got into a position and you have responsibilities, like on a position description, I think that's great. But taking responsibility, taking personal uh, acceptance and awareness of saying, I am responsible for this and I'm responsible for the change of this. So we're going to jump in to some things that I believe will truly change your environment, change your team, and most importantly, change your results because that's what we're going towards. So going in 2024, we can't repeat the same bad recipe and expect a different meal. You, you can't do the same things you did last year because the reality is times are changing and people are changing and our environments are changing. Everything around us is changing but somehow we think if we just repeat the same recipe, things will be the same. And that's just the reality is that is not true. We got to get a new recipe. We got to get a new idea. We got to get a new vision. We got to get a new practical side of how we lead our teams. So let's, let's get a new recipe. We're going to jump into Sue. Some, some basic things. Again, these are just seven things that I think will actually change you, change your team, change everything. Number one, Elevate team accountability. We got to be more accountable in 2024. I don't know about you, but again, there's a difference between having responsibility and taking responsibility. So we got to set new standards for excellence. Excellence speaks. I don't care what you're doing, where you're at, if you're leading a church, if you're 
again, working at a restaurant, excellence speaks from the streets to the seats in your church are things excellent. And excellent does not mean perfect, by the way. There's a difference between seeking perfection, which will never happen, but seeking excellence. Excellent says, I see the details and you matter to me based on those details. Because if you don't have a person attached to a responsibility or a person in mind when you're thinking of excellence, it's kind of a waste of time because the, at the end of the day, that's what we care about. People, people are our mission. People are our heart. If you're a business owner, you don't have a business without people. You don't have business without the people within your neighborhood going to your grocery store. It doesn't matter. And again, any context. But the reality is we need to up our excellence game. A question for you, are we stepping up or are we just cruising on autopilot? I don't know about you, but I don't want to go into 2024 just on an autopilot. I want to truly change my environment by seeking the details. And this might look like practically looking for the details. From literally the second you walk into your business, what are the little things you see? What is the little dirt on the ground that we need to clean up going into 2024? Maybe it's somebody's attitude. Man, we, we got to have a more positive attitude in this, in this place. We have to be people who see the details. If you see details, you will be better than your competitors. And again, if you're in the church, we don't have competitors. Really, we do, though, because we're competing with the world. We're competing with NFL. We're competing, and we shouldn't be. And, and that's our responsibility for helping people see the difference of the importance of being a part of the local church and people who have excuses or reasons. Again, we just have to make sure that we care about the details. Go the extra mile this year. Be intentional this year. And I promise your business, your results, anything you're seeking will change. So we need to elevate team accountability. Number two, revamp communication. We need to be adopting clear, more direct channels of communication. I don't care if you have a team of five or 500. The reality of group texts in 2024 is just ridiculous. The, the, the concept of email communication being a primary stance is just 10 years behind. You have to figure out, again, systems deliver the mission. Doesn't matter if you're leading a church. Again, we can give 500 examples. Does not matter. Systems deliver the mission. And mission and vision are what builds organizations no matter what. Doesn't matter. So for you, you need to get central communication and direct channels. Let's just go church. That's my background. Let's just say you have 10 teams within your church. You have a leadership team as well who are leading those people. And that's it. Let's just keep it like that. Let's, let's say you have 75 volunteers. You need to have one specific place where you are communicating to them. As a, as a lead pastor, as executive pastor, as a youth pastor, doesn't matter. You need to have a place where you're communicating to your team but you're also helping facilitate and foster communication for them, which is channels. There's plenty of apps that do this. You can do GroupMe, you can do Slack, you can do Involve Chat. That's the, the business that I'm helping build uh, and, and I'm a, an owner in. Download Involve. It's an app on your phone. You download it. You can set specific group chats. You can have people who are leading the group chats. You can have an announcement channel, just like broadcast channel on Instagram, where one person can send messages to a bulk amount of people. Again, we just need to be better at communication. Is your communication crystal clear, or are you still playing the guessing game? We're not going to play the guessing game in 2024. We need to be intentional. We need to be able to communicate to our teams. By the way, no communication is the worst case scenario. Bad communication can be 
can be pruned and, and changed and because you can get feedback on from people. External communication, internal communication are two different things. We just need to, we just need to bring definitions to things, by the way. Internal marketing is needed within the church. External marketing is with, needed within the church, but internal marketing is, is within those group chats. Again, download Involve. If you're a small group leader, it doesn't matter. Download Involve. You'll be able to communicate to your specific people. They can react to it with emojis. They can send messages back and forth. Again, it's creating a safe space, and it's also a unified system. When a church does not have unified systems, they're really not a team. You think about it. Any other organization, like I've been watching college football today. It's New Year's Eve. Go Iowa Hawkeyes. We're going to lose by 20 because our offense is horrible, but that's... So we got to think about this. Clear communication is a system and being able to define what system was within that place, right? Imagine the Iowa Hawkeyes don't have plays and they don't have a playbook. They're just going out there and hoping they're going to score touchdowns, which they're not going to score touchdowns regardless because the Iowa Hawkeyes, again, doesn't matter. Think about this. Having specific systems in place. They have a playbook. They have an offensive coordinator who's getting fired. Let's go. Brian, I respect you, but dude, you need to find a different job. All right, let's move on from my Hawkeyes. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm traumatized by our, our season. We got to have a playbook. We got to have offense coordinator, similar church, right? You got to have an app. You got to have a system. You got to have a clear communication channel. And you got to have a strategy behind the communication, by the way. You can't just like hope things are going to happen. Like, what are you saying on Sunday? What are you saying on Wednesday? What are you saying on Tuesday? How, what, what tone are we talking through? Like, are, are we confronting things on the communication channel? Are we not? Is it just an encouragement? Or is it phone call? You just need to up your communication game. If you're not having a specific centralized inbox, a centralized communication platform for your team, you are behind. All right, next one, define roles. Aligning every member, every person for maximum impact. We need to bring definition to people's roles. If you are in a leadership role, you're leading leaders and they don't have a position description, you are not leading them. You're not, you are, you are pulling them ahead. I get that. And you're hoping that they grow as a human, but not being insanely specific is drastically hurting their trajectory as a leader. You need to have a position description that has a clear defined role, responsibilities, and expectations, and you and that person need to sign it. I'm pleading with you, please bring position descriptions to the table with your team. Does not matter if you have two people on your team and you're a startup or 200. It does not matter because how you do it with two, I promise you, will be the trajectory of your team at 200. You just need to be the leader who can be insanely specific. And that's not bad, by the way. And that's not saying that they can't do things outside of that position description. That's not saying they're, they're held within this boundary, but you're giving them a target. If you don't give somebody a target, they don't know where to aim, and they're never going to feel like they're winning. And that also, within that expectations, you need to have wins. You need to have KPIs, key performance indicators. So maybe they're responsible for the welcome team. They're outside holding the signs at your church. They have five volunteers. You and that team leader have a conversation. Man, hey, what expectations do you think we should have on this position description? Teach them within that moment. Write them down on a piece of paper. Have a notebook. Smile. Be locked in. And in that responsibilities... And they're talking through all the things and man, they, they have big ambitions because we, we've had people, when my wife and I led the 
guest experience teams in our last church, you you would get somebody who would say, man, we're going to add three three people this season. And the season was like three months. But we also had people who were like, man, we're going to add 25 people to the team. And it's your responsibility as the leader to steward both of those conversations. You, you got to know, and we, we need an attainable goal, but we also need to be stretched. Because if you're not stretching, you're not growing, which ends up being strength at the end of the day. So you need to help people bring definition. So does everyone know their role or are we all just winging it? In 2024, let's not wing it. Let's not just hope our teams grow. Let's not just hope our people get developed. Let's be intentional. Bring definition to people's roles and responsibilities, especially if they are paid. If they are paid, that's different than a volunteer. That needs to be even more specific because you're literally putting dollars to their value within their organization. And if they're not building, if they're not moving, if they're not developing, it's probably your responsibility and your lack of leadership, not theirs. Because again, John Maxwell, everything rises and falls on who? You, the leader. The leader is responsible. Every time there's something wrong, you can always go back, man, this was a time where I neglected the conversation. I didn't want to do it. X, Y, Z. So bring definitions to every single person's role. Next one, empower delegation distributing responsibilities effectively in 2024. We need to be delegators, not dumpers. Don't dump on people. Here they're going to get burned out or they get overwhelmed and they're going to quit. We, but we do need to delegate. And delegating, by the way, truly goes back to trust. And if you can't trust people on your team, I promise you that will be your lid. Your lid will be the micromanaging you have to do because you don't know how to trust somebody. Trusting and empowerment will take you farther and build your team way more than you think it will, especially, especially when you have a lot to things to do. Maybe there's a lot of events this year within your church. Maybe there's a lot of goals that your lead pastor is giving you. Trust and empower that person. Hey, I trust you to make this better, to innovate, to change. I just want to know. I just want to know the results. I just want to know the fruit of something. I don't need to know every single detail. For example, let's make it super practical. Maybe you're the youth pastor. You put on a weekly youth service. There are specific things that you're just like, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do the communication to the leaders the night before. Okay, find somebody who you see potential in. Speak that potential over them. Hey, I see this in you. It's not a title. Don't say, I see you being this. No, I see this in you. Speak to their character and who they're becoming. And say, hey, I would love for you to own this. Let me know. Maybe pray about it. And if it's something that you believe will will grow you as a leader. And again, I'm, I will help you as much as you need. But I want you to own this. And I trust you. I promise you that person will be bought into you for two years. And, it, and we're not using that as a manipulation tool. But we're using that as, hey, our unity within this team actually goes back to me trusting the people that I'm giving things and responsibility to do so. So, and, and again, most of the time they're going to make it better than you. They're going to have better ideas than you because you can't do everything. You are one person and you doing everything in 2024 is not it. So our task assigned strategically, or do we just get in this stuck in this loop of I'll do it myself? Because as a weak leader, this is what you do. I'll just, I'll just do it because I've always done it. Or it'll just be faster if I do it. Yes, it'll be faster but if you take two times and go slower with one person, you'll actually be able to go farther because the team is taking responsibility of things that 
you were doing by yourself. 10 people can do more things than one person. That is the most obvious thing I've said in this last 15 minutes. We know that, but there's a lack of trust we have. And again, it's not, it's probably not them. It's you. You need to do some soul searching, some heart surgery in 2024 to say, and why don't I trust the people that I'm leading? What in me, and it, and it honestly might be a, a red flag that is within them that you're saying, hey, I'm, I think I see this perpetual thing that I don't trust this person. Here's an idea. Have the conversation. Hey, I don't know why, but I've wanted to give you this responsibility. But for some reason, I'm having, I'm having a problem uh, trusting you. It might be me. Again, it might just be me. I don't know. There might be just a disconnect, but I, I just want to get to the the same page here of if you're feeling the same thing or maybe I'm seeing something wrong. But again, help me help me understand uh, where I might be wrong in this. Having that conversation again is is confrontation. So I understand not everyone is in love with confrontation, but it's needed, especially if you're a leader. So let's be delegators, not dumpers, but also not hoarders. You don't want to be a hoarder in 2024. Learn to empower, learn to build. Uh, cultivate feedback culture. We've talked about feedback culture a lot on this podcast because it's honestly something that I believe I, I've been designed in uh, my default, Josh Andrew, is confrontational. I believe that feedback is healthy. I believe confrontation has an expiration. I believe anything that has to do with culture or leadership or personal, yeah, just the personal ecosystem of an individual within your organization, it has an expiration date of 24 hours. So that might look like a phone call. That might look like a, a conversation in person. That might look like you need to drive to their house and have a, a conversation with them. But we need to encourage open and constructive dialogue. That does not mean you get to say all the things in your head. As a leader, honestly, most of the time, the things that are in your head, you need to flush out with somebody who's a peer who might be leading another organization, another team on your, in your church, whatever. But the, the people below you, it's your responsibility to curate that. Man, how do we get everyone at the table, maybe everyone on the Zoom call, and helping people process out loud things that they're seeing? Man, I, I've just been seeing this person in, in our youth ministry, and they're just kind of, they're frustrating. I don't know. They talk when, when the pastor is preaching, and it's just a little, it's a little frustrating. Does anybody else agree with that? No, I don't agree with that. Here's why. So helping that confrontation, that open dialogue will truly make the safe strong, unified team that we're all desiring. You want a strong, unified team? Help facilitate feedback. And it might be you as well, by the way. You, you, you got to have thick skin and a soft heart, right? We got to have a soft heart. We got to love people. We got to know that, man, these guys want the best for me, even if I'm the leader. You got to be open to feedback. And again, that doesn't mean that everything they're saying is true, because it's, it's an opinion. It's, hey, this is what I'm seeing and what I'm seeing could be wrong. But for it to be a mutual dialogue, not a monologue, if you're the only person giving feedback to your team and they're not actually giving, you're not giving them permission to give you feedback, you might be a dictator or you're just truly unhealthy. And we don't want to be unhealthy leaders. We want to be okay with, with growing, because that's literally the only way you're going to grow is by feedback. So are we giving real feedback or are we just sugarcoating everything? It's 2024. Let's stop sugarcoating things. Let's, if something is bad, let's just call it bad. If something's great, let's just call it great. If something is not working, let's say, hey, this is not working. If the ministry thing that you've been trying to do for five years is still not working, maybe it's time to try something different. It's okay, by the way. It's okay. It's 2024. It's okay to say I was wrong. So many people 
play the God told me card and it's so wrong. It's so manipulative. That's truly when you're saying you're using the Lord's name in vain. It's that. It's not, oh my God, it's, hey, God told me this, but the reality is he probably didn't. It's probably your conscience, your insecurities that are trying to protect a uh, system or an ecosystem that has not been working for years. I heard this say, heard this said one time, if the horse is dead, dismount. If the horse is dead, you need to get off the horse. You need to get a different transportation tool. You need to get a new horse. Similar, if your system or your whatever is dead within your organization, it's time to get off of it. We're not married to methods. We're not married to systems. We're married to the message. We're married to the vision. Or, and we're married to the vision and mission. So the horse is dead. Dismount. We need to get off the train of just being married to methods and hoping things work out or being so insecure that we're not actually willing to grow because we think that, man, my, my idea is the best idea. No, it's not. The best idea is the one that works, not just the one you made. So we need to, we need to prioritize team well-being. We need, to, we need to prioritize health this year. Let's prioritize health. And this goes back to a healthy leader creates healthy organizations. A healthy person is a winner. If you're healthy, you're winning, by the way. And this, this is all of the leads. That's what I say. Psychologically, spiritually, physically, these are the things that we need to take back in 2024. And again, it's new year, new me. It's January 1. You're going to the gym. Here's the deal. Habits speak louder than goals. Let's, let's throw goals away. We don't need goals. We don't need goals the rest of the year. You don't need goals the rest of your life. I don't think goals, they're meaningless. They have no weight to them. What does is habits and vision. Visions are different than goals. Vision is God-spoken, God-breathed. Goals is just a, an ambition that you're seeking that's honestly not going to be fulfilling. But having a sense of purpose and vision in 2024, I promise you, goes back to your health. You want to be a great leader, be a great person who loves their spouse. Maybe it's relationally that you're lacking. Health in that space might be the trajectory of your company. Maybe you need to start going to counseling with your spouse. Maybe you need to get a personal trainer. Maybe there's needs to be an accountability partner for, man, I'm just on social media too much. Can you set a password so I can't go on it all the time? Those things will help your, your team, your staff much more than any system, any app, any cool idea, any conference. Go back to health. Health wins. Are we taking care of ourselves or are we heading straight for burnout? I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to be a burnt out person. I don't want to be a burnt out leader. I don't want to be a burnt out husband. We've all experienced burnout and burnout is very real. Burnout leads to much more worse things and it, and it starts with not having proper boundaries. So let's just be healthy. Let's, let's prioritize being a healthy person because a healthy individual creates healthy teams. Healthy teams produce healthy results. And again, we're seeking results here. Like we're, we're not just hoping things are going to happen. We're not just hoping people are going to come to our church. We just can't hope. hope. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, right? So you want, you're experiencing drain. You're, you're drained. You're burnt out. It's because you're not healthy. The reality is if you're experiencing the results and the fruit of something, go back to the root. And it's your heart. It's your heart condition. Maybe it's your physical condition. Maybe it's time to stop drinking so much caffeine. I'm in that boat as well. And that's something that I want to do in 2024 is, is not be so dialed in on my caffeine, but drink more water, be more practical, 
and, and consume healthier things. And that just doesn't mean what you're, what you're eating. It means what you're looking at, what you're reading, who you're listening to. All of those senses, by the way, truly matter. What music you're listening to, what audio podcast you're listening to. And if you're 24 minutes into conversations on, in the first week of January, I can tell you, you're probably seeking health. And I believe that, again, this will change the trajectory of your organization. So let's seek health. Let's seek, our, man, our personal well-being. That's not bad, by the way, if you are setting boundaries because you know, man, for my mental health, for my physical health, this is what I need to do. That to, that to me is a winner. That's somebody who wants to win and go the long distance because the, the journey is long. Yes, we got to take every single day as our last. Absolutely. And the journey is long. Last one here, and then we'll recap. Unified vision, ensuring collective alignment and purpose. We need to have a unified vision, which means we have a target. This is where we're going. And as the leader, as the primary leader, no one else is going to give that vision besides you. And if you don't perpetually share that vision, I promise you people don't know what they're doing. You, you, you might have said it once in a, in a team huddle. They don't remember. They don't, know what we're, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know their target. They don't know who they're trying to reach. They don't know their goal. And you need to make it simple. It's Nehemiah. We got to put it simple and write it down. Simple, write it down. Make it plain and simple. This is, this is where we're going. And this is what I see. Again, vision is what we see with our eyes closed. When your eyes are closed, what do you see? What, what does the room feel like? Who's preaching? Who's talking? Maybe you're a lawyer. Man, this is what I see for our company this year. I want to onboard five attorneys. I want to do this. Having a vision, I'm guaranteed, it's Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no prophetic vision, people perish. You want to have a healthy team. You want to have a strong 2024, have a strong vision. And again, vision is not supposed to be manipulative or fake. Vision is real. Vision is, man, God, what do you want for our team this year? And how can we get there? Vision and mission always go together. Vision is what I see, where we're going. Mission is how we're going to get there. So be a person who leads with vision and unified vision, which means if somebody doesn't want to participate in that vision, it's time for them to get off the bus because we got to have people who are aligned with the vision. Alignment determines assignment. It's not necessarily about where we're going. It's about who we're doing it with and who we're partnering to build whatever we're responsible for. So make it very practical, make it very clear and repeat it as much as you possibly can. Are we all on the same page or is everyone reading a different book? We got to get on the same page. This is January. This is the start of the year. We got a fresh start. Our team needs to have some strength behind us, wind behind our back, and it all goes back to vision. Hey, guys, this is where we're going this year. I'm so excited. I'm believing God for blank. Whatever that is, get your people in a room, have dinner, share the vision, and let them say yes to the vision or let them say no to it. That's okay. But this is where we're going. And we need to have people who are fully bought into where we're going. Because if somebody's not bought in and you're not creating safety within that ecosystem for them to say, hey, I'm not actually that bought into this. Can you help me see what you see? Again, we got to get on the same page when we got to stop reading different books. So here's the seven things that I believe 
will change the trajectory of 2024 if you do these things. We got to elevate team accountability. Are we stepping up or are we just cruising on autopilot? We got to revamp communication. We got to have communication crystal clear. We got to stop playing the guessing game of 2024. We got to bring definition to roles. Does everyone know their role or are we just all winging it? We got to delegate our tasks assigned strategically or are we just stuck in I'll do it myself loop? We had to cultivate feedback. Are we giving real feedback or are we just sugarcoating everything? We had to prioritize well-being and health. Are we taking care of ourselves or are we just heading straight to burnout and unified vision? Are we all on the same page or is everyone reading a different book? Thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of 2024 for Conversations. I believe this will be your best year yet. The best is yet to come. I'm super excited for what God has in store for this year. We'll see you next week.